Hello and welcome to episode 8, No Ball Holistic Fitness. This post is all about bodybuilding, steroids, food and getting gargantrian muscle. Okay, a little bit of history about me. I first started bodybuilding properly when I was about 19. Now, when I was 19, uh, I was very, very skinny, very, very lean. I was about 10 stone and I wanted to get up to 15 stone. And after reading Arnold's encyclopedia, I thought, oh, I can do this. I can get gargantuan muscle like Arnold. I could have 23 inch arms in a year. And my arms were just under 13 inches. So uh, after training very hard for a year, I realized the Arnold dream was a pipe dream. I didn't realize that Arnold uh, took huge amounts of anabolic steroids to get his physique. And if I wanted to get a physique like that, the only way I could do it is if I cheated on my hormonal system. But I didn't want to go down that route of cheating on my hormonal system. I just wanted to train naturally uh, for as long as I could and still gain muscle mass. So as I started training, the first year was hard and regular eating with regular training. So I used to train in hardcore gyms and speak to the other bodybuilders and hard men about how they were training and how they were gaining size. I didn't understand the science of reps, sets, loads and tempos in program design and I didn't understand frequency of training. So as I started to train, I started to read Muscle Mag, uh, Flex magazine and other bodybuilding magazines which were out there, out there at that time. And I used to train at Wag Bennett's gym in Wanstead Park. You can Google this. And Wag was Arnold's trainer in the early 70s. And uh, Arnold used to stay at Wag Bennett's in Wanstead Park. And if you look on YouTube, there is a video of Arnold posing off in his 20s in the back of Arnold in the back of Wag's garden at Wanstead Park. You can see their British buildings in the background. So. After learning the, the dream of being a big Hulk monster, like Hulk Hogan, I realised that it couldn't be done without gear, so then I decided to train as hard as I possibly could, eat as well as I could, in which to gain muscle mass and strength. So I have an analogy of the protein foods are foods with eyes. So uh, meat foods like lamb, chicken, beef, uh, turkey, ostrich, wow, all these foods are high in protein because they have eyes. Carbohydrate foods like rice, pasta, uh, spaghetti, bread and foods like that have no eyes so they're the carbohydrate foods. Then you've got vegetable carbohydrates like uh, uh, carrots, onions, celery, broccoli and foods like that. And then you've got some foods that, are, that don't have eyes in, which are high in protein, like uh, nuts, seeds, and uh, avocados. So when trying to gain muscle mass, you need to think about your training program and your rep sets, loads, and tempos. If you're really looking for hypertrophy training, which means muscle mass, you're looking at eight to 12 rep zone. If you're looking for gargantuan strength, like Eddie Hall, you would train in the one to one to six, one to four, 
or the one rep zone to build gargantuan strength and power. But what you have to remember out there guys is that you can't stay just in power forever. You need to keep changing the program because if I got you on a building site hod carrying, carrying bricks, the first week you probably feel absolutely knackered but the fourth week it would be easy. This is the same with your weight training. So you need to change it on a regular basis in which to keep the body guessing. So it keeps uh, breaking down muscle fiber, then repairing the muscle fiber with your protein intake and uh, helping you to build gargantuan muscle. So sensibly, if you uh, was looking to have 18 inch arms like me you should and you got a 13 inch arm you should think if you're training naturally that you're going to have that in six years time you're not going to gain it in a year okay because you're going to be sick you're going to have time out because of work or college uh, things will happen in your life that will stop you getting the gains that you're looking for so really think about a long-term plan and with your uh, diet find out from me or online whether you're a carbohydrate type a protein type or a carb type if you're a carb type you'll be long and lean and quite tall and not broad-shouldered if you're a protein type you'll either be short and stocky or tall and stocky with wide shoulders and a narrow waist the perfect bodybuilder shape if you're a mixed type you'll be a mixture of tall bit wiry but can still gain muscle quite easily so these traits of what type uh, or are of what type you are and how you should eat. Short and stocky, 5'11", Mike Tyson build, protein type. The person that's long, tall and thin will be a carbohydrate type or a mixed type. Or the guy that's uh, tall and broad may be more of a carbohydrate type. So when you know what your type is and you're putting the right fuel inside your body as in carbohydrates, vitamins, minerals, proteins and uh, fats, your body will change. But your body will only change with a good exercise program. I see many guys in the gym doing 10 sets on their shoulders and I'll say, how, how much, how much uh, steroids are you on? I'm not on any steroids! With anger. And I go, well, how can you expect to get your, your deltoids big if you're doing 10 exercises? The deltoid is a smaller muscle, so it needs less exercise in which to get it to grow. I've always had big deltoids, and I don't really train them at all. I'm just genetically gifted there, but my legs are not gargantuan. I would rather have gargantuan legs than rather gargantuan shoulders, but it depends on your genetic tree. So remember that when you're choosing your protein, Get it from live organic sources or dead sources that are already being culled or killed at the butchers and then uh, make sure you get 30% of fat then make sure you get like 20% or 10% carbohydrates that's foods with no eyes and make sure it's all a living food so not dried food out of a packet or out of a microwave and stuff like that if you don't want to be if you don't want to have a powerlifting physique where you have more body fat than your muscle so eddie hall is a very very strong guy but his ratio to fat to muscle the fat is more than the muscle because of how much food he eats he must spend a lot of time on the toilet from all that food he eats but it's really important for you to make sure 
that you uh, don't overeat, but eat enough in which to gain muscle mass and make sure that you uh, get your gut tested to make sure that the food that you're putting in is not causing an allergic reaction or causing uh, blockages in your health and vitality say you have a protein powder and it gives you really bad gas and it stinks out the gym and your girlfriend's having a moan at you your mum's having a moan at you that's because your body's allergic to something that's in that protein supplement so it's not a good thing to be laughing about your farts it's a sign of something is going wrong in your intestinal track and something is not working properly okay so a little trick for you if you get your protein powder blend it up in a blender leave it on the side all day and all night and look at it in the morning it won't be water it will be dried kindrilled powder this is what happens when it goes into your bowel and that's why you get bad farts bad skin and just don't feel well if you look at Eugene Sandow you can Google him, you can see that he had gargantuan muscle, was lifting gargantuan weight, <laughs> wasn't built like a huge bodybuilder, but had supreme strength and was very ripped. That's on a pure organic diet. No protein powders, no amino acids, no steroids, just hardcore gargantuan heavy training. Okay? So really, really important that you understand the getting muscle and muscle size is all about consistency and regularity so most people i speak to that want to get size or strength oh how many weeks you've been on your your strength training phase oh three weeks well you've got to give it a good six months how long have you been <coughs> bodybuilding for oh i've been bodybuilding for three months and uh, i'm gonna have a month off next week so really important that if you want to build muscle size and you want to build strength to stay in the right rep zones 8 to 12 uh, for muscle size for strength 1 to 6 1 or 4 or 6 and making sure that you don't overdo it with the exercises per body part okay if you're doing 10 exercises on your shoulders you're completely overtraining them so they won't grow but if you was doing five to ten sets on your legs for six repetitions, they're going to grow. They're going to change over time. Okay, so really important that you get the reps, sets and tempo right in your training program to really get the optimum out of it. So food wise, always organic, always fresh, uh, unless you're in a rush and uh, Organic or biodynamic food is the best if you want to stay really healthy as you bodybuild or strength train. So I hope this podcast has helped you, the person that asked me to do it on Instagram, and look forward to my next podcast. If you'd like a free download, audible download of my book, uh, Holistic Health for Proper Geezers, Classy Ladies, Get the Body and Fitness You Want, now... I'll be more than happy to send it to you if you go to my website, send me an email and tell me why you would like the book. Then I'll be more than happy to send it to you 
I'll be updating uh, podcasts nearly every day. My goal is to get to up to 80 podcasts uh, all about different subjects. And if you've got another subject you want me to cover, then let me know. Thank you very much for listening to me today. And please uh, leave a good review uh, wherever you find the podcast. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Hello and welcome to Noble Holistic Fitness and this podcast is all about vitamins and minerals, the benefits, the pros and the cons and what you'll get. I'm Scott Bryant, your host and really with vitamins and minerals, as you age, you should be definitely, definitely, definitely supplementing. If you're not supplementing, our food is half dead. So what I mean by that is the organic soil is not as good as it used to be. Most of our foods are highly processed. So the vitamins and minerals and the the essentials that you need are not in them foods anymore. So you're really eating dead food even though it looks alive. So let's say you buy uh, some carrots and it's already pre-packaged. As soon as you get the carrots out of the packaging, within two to three days it goes off. So this is showing that them carrots might be a year old, but they've been gassed in which to look good. So when it comes to vitamins and minerals, as we age and as we exercise and do certain things, then vitamins and minerals start to be used much more on a higher level. So if you're not supplementing, you're not replacing what you're losing. Now, vitamin C is a water-soluble vitamin. So what that means is that vitamin comes out your body as soon as you put it in. And many, many people are vitamin C deficient. And this is why they might get joint pain, they might uh, get headaches, and they might get regular colds more, simply because the vitamin C can help boost the immune system. Okay? Vitamin C can help with adrenal gland health, and vitamin C can... uh, help with energy levels as well vitamin c has been proven to help with cancer so it's a really important vitamin not to be low on the next vitamin is uh, fish oils with fish oils you always want to make sure that they're the best that you can buy don't skimp on price and really in England you really want the the fish that swim the deepest like in uh, the Norwegian fjords because then you know the fish won't be so contaminated with PCBs and chemicals and stuff like that now they had two different programs on the BBC one poo-pooing fish oils and another saying how fish oils were great for the body and great for cholesterol and great for inflammation inside the body so with fish oils charles parlequin who was a strength and conditioning coach from canada he's now dead now but he uh with his own research found that taking 10 grams of fish oil a day will improve your fat loss and your muscle growth by 85 percent so when they did this tv program with the bbc they found Uh, from doing a 
case study of 30 people on a placebo tablet and 30 people on fish oils they'd done their cholesterol testing and uh, looked at their heart and stuff like that and they found the 30 that were on the fish oils for 30 days lower their lowered their rate of heart disease and stroke and other illnesses that come from not having enough omega-3 to omega-6s oils in the diet so really really important to supplement your diet with really good fish oils and the ones i use are norwegian fish oils okay so when taking these fish oils you really want to take them you know twice a day in the morning and at night if you can't afford expensive fish oils then you can go to Lidl's and buy some olive oil raw in a bottle and you could have a tablespoon of that every day and this will give you the same effect but if you want to use it to gain uh, muscle and lose body fat because uh, olive oil doesn't have DHEA in it and, and EPAs in it it won't give you the same response okay so the next thing is that a lot of people when they're vegetarians or vegans will supplement with vitamin B12 now unfortunately vitamin b12 is a supplement that is uh is maybe be more synthetic than the others and vitamin b12 you can get from meat fish and other protein foods so if you're using an artificial supplement and you're in pain as a vegan a vegetarian or somebody that's not eating a meat diet then just taking this supplement will not rectify the problem. Sally Fallon, in her book, uh, Dr. Sally Fallon, she says that if somebody is a vegetarian, a vegan, or somebody that's eating not to a proper diet, the vitamin B12 will run out over the five-year period. So this is how long it's stored in the body for. So as it runs out, this is when you start uh getting a disease or a problem in the system so really vitamin b12 yeah supplement with it but make sure you're eating a balanced diet i use the metabolic typing system and by bill wilcott and with this diet i've never ever had a client not change they've all lost weight they all feel better their hormonal ratios balance out they get leaner they get stronger and because we're balancing the parasympathetic to sympathetic sides of the nervous system their pain starts to go down with the corrective exercise that i prescribe to my clients in which to get them out of neck pain shoulder pain knee pain or most pains that are coming through the muscle skeletal system so really important the next one is that if you're going to take uh, calcium you cannot take calcium without taking magnesium magnesium needs to be a precursor with calcium in which for your body to take this on board if you're an aging female and you're taking calcium only you're making your bones stronger but not flexible so the magnesium helps the bone become more flexible so you do not want rigid bones so there's certain vitamins and minerals that you need to take in combination with each other and if you don't one won't work with the other so really important when you're taking your vitamins and minerals 
make sure you get somebody to do a muscle testing on you to see whether your body's going to take them on board. The next thing is any vitamin or mineral supplement that you're going to take, for it to get into your system apart from vitamin C, will take you a minimum of three months. So with magnesium and vitamin C, when you've got the right dose inside the body, you will have diarrhea when you go to the toilet. So it's nothing to worry about, but you know that you're at the optimum levels of vitamin C and at the optimum levels for your uh, magnesium. So magnesium, calcium, vitamin C, B12 and fish oils are very, very essential and a multivitamin as well are very, very essential for your overall health. Now the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, hydrochloric acid. Now hydrochloric acid is present in the gut, but what I found about 90.9% of people, their hydrochloric acid is very low inside their gut as they get older from, you know, bad diets, from eating the same foods on a regular basis and not rotating the foods, as well as stress levels. So the higher the stress levels are, the lower the uh, hydrochloric acid in the gut can be and this could be why your belly protrudes and sticks out if you're a man or if you're a female because your hydrochloric acid is low so you can do a hydrochloric acid test by getting some bicarbonate soda putting it in some water drinking it drinking it and if you start uh, burping, belching and farting, this is a good sign to show that your hydrochloric acid is very low. Or if you find that when you're eating foods that your food comes up on a regular basis, this is a, this is a telltale sign of low hydrochloric acid. The other thing is, is that if the belly is very protruded, this is another sign as well. So I could do a body fat caliper measurement on you and your body fat might be low, but your belly is protruding. This could be from H. pylori. This can be from fungus and parasites. This can be from low hydrochloric acid. This could be from eating foods that you're allergic to like grain, bread, cereals, and pasta and things like that. So when you are buying fish oils, make sure when you get home you pierce it with a needle and spray the contents of the capsule in your mouth because if it tastes rancid, the oil is off and you need to throw it away or send it back. This is really, really important. And really, really important when you're buying your vitamins and minerals that you look at the date, the use-by date. So many uh, supplement shops won't rotate their supplements or they keep the supplement on the shelves for years and years and that supplement won't have the beneficial power and strength to give you the health and vitality that you're looking for okay so I'm a great advocate of vitamins and minerals. There's hundreds of vitamins and minerals and supplements all claiming different things uh, but I've been using the same companies for over a 10 year period and found that with a client with extreme pain, taking 10 grams of fish oil will help re reduce the inflammation inside the body, which then will give them more movement inside the body because it will lubricate the joints and stuff like that and uh, help with brain power and other stuff. So uh, many different vitamins have many, many healing benefits and I highly recommend that you make sure you get yourself tested before you go on a supplement or vitamin regime. Because let's say you've got high levels 
of vitamin C, but you're taking six other vitamins with added vitamin C, there may be a chance of that you may be weaning that out because you're overdoing it, you're doing too much. So there's always a balance and everybody needs a different amount of vitamins and minerals. So somebody in their 80s would need a lot more of somebody that was in their 20s. And this is the only thing which happens with uh, bodybuilders and people that are doing extreme training and taking lots of vitamins and minerals. A lot of that will be urinated out because their body's already very young and got a lot of them vitamins and minerals inside the body. And this is why I believe in don't guess, you must test to find out exactly what is going on for you for your vitamin and mineral levels so different vitamins can make you very tired if you're very low in them and different vitamins can give you lots of energy so let's say you decided to take a herb and you take some ginseng with ginseng over a three month period will increase your strength will increase your testosterone and increase your energy levels okay but it's different for different people i've had a client we got her on some and she started getting a headache from that product so we had to find another ginseng which was made in a different way or a different uh, strain of that ginseng and the headache disappeared but she still got the value of the energy increase so i hope you've enjoyed this podcast about vitamins and minerals and there's lots of negative data out there But if you do your research and you get in touch with somebody like me, I could do some testing to find out what your body exactly needs so you're not pissing good money down the drain. I've got a book out and my book is called Holistic Health for Proper Geezers and Classy Ladies. Get the body and fitness you want. If you'd like a free audible download of that book, please send me an email at activebryantsystems.com and I will be happy to send you an audio version. I've only got 10 left, so you have to be quick whether you want to get one or not, or you can go to Amazon and buy my book. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I hope you found it enjoyable and insightful. If you can leave reviews where you've heard the uh, podcast, and I podcast on a regular basis every couple of days or nearly every day. So thanks very much, and I look forward to chatting to you again soon. And if you're thinking about booking a PT in London, personal trainer or check practitioner, then go to Active Bright Systems. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Speak to you again soon. Bye-bye. Hello and welcome to episode eight, Noble Holistic Fitness. This post is all about bodybuilding, steroids, food, and getting gargantuan muscle. Okay, a little bit of history about me. I first started bodybuilding properly when I was about 19. Now, when I was 19, uh, I was very, very skinny, very, very lean. I was about 10 stone and I wanted to get up to 15 stone. And after reading Arnold's encyclopedia, I thought, oh, I can do this. I can get gargantuan muscle like Arnold. I could have 23 inch arms in a year and my arms were just under 13 inches. So uh, after training very hard for a year, I realized the Arnold dream was a pipe dream. I didn't realize that Arnold uh, took huge amounts of anabolic steroids to get his physique. 
and if I wanted to get a physique like that, the only way I could do it is if I cheated on my hormonal system. But I didn't want to go down that route of cheating on my hormonal system. I just wanted to train naturally uh, for as long as I could and still gain muscle mass. So as I started training, the first year was hard and regular eating with regular training. So I used to train in hardcore gyms and speak to the other bodybuilders and hard men about how they were training and how they were gaining size. I didn't understand the science of rep sets, loads and tempos in program design and I didn't understand frequency of training. So as I started to train, I started to read Muscle Mag, uh, Flex magazine and other bodybuilding magazines which were out there, out there at that time. And I used to train at Wag Bennett's gym in Wanstead Park. You can Google this and Wag was Arnold's trainer in the early 70s and uh, Arnold used to stay at Wag Bennett's in Wanstead Park and if you look on YouTube there is a video of Arnold posing off in his 20s in the back of Arnold in the back of Wag's garden at Wanstead Park you can see their British buildings in the background so after learning the the dream of being a big Hulk monster like Hulk Hogan I realized that it couldn't be done without gear so then I decided to train as hard as I possibly could eat as well as I could in which to gain muscle mass and strength so I have an analogy of the protein foods are foods with eyes so uh, meat foods like lamb chicken beef uh, turkey ostrich wow all these foods are high in protein because they have eyes carbohydrate foods like rice pasta uh, spaghetti bread and foods like that have no eyes so they're the carbohydrate foods then you've got vegetable carbohydrates like uh, uh, carrots onions celery broccoli and foods like that and then you've got some foods that are, that don't have eyes in which are high in protein like uh, nuts seeds and uh, avocados so when trying to gain muscle mass you need to think about your training program and your rep sets loads and tempos if you're really looking for hypertrophy training which means muscle mass you're looking at 8 to 12 rep zone if you're looking for gargantuan strength like Eddie Hall you were training the 1 to one to 6 1 to 4 or the one rep zone to build gargantuan strength and power but what you have to remember out there guys is that you can't stay just in power forever you need to keep changing the program because if I got you on a building site hod carrying carrying bricks the first week you probably feel absolutely knackered but the fourth week it would be easy this is the same with your weight training so you need to change it on a regular basis in which to keep the body guessing so it keeps uh, breaking down muscle fiber then repairing the muscle fiber with your protein intake and uh, helping you to build gargantuan muscle so sensibly if you uh, was looking to have 18 inch arms like me you should and you got a 13 inch arm you should think if you're training naturally that you're going to have that in six years time 
you're not going to gain it in a year okay because you're going to be sick you're going to have time out because of work or college Uh, things will happen in your life that will stop you getting the gains that you're looking for so really think about a long-term plan and with your uh, diet find out from me or online whether you're a carbohydrate type a protein type or a carb type if you're a carb type you'll be long and lean and quite tall and not broad-shouldered if you're a protein type you'll either be short and stocky or tall and stocky with wide shoulders and a narrow waist the perfect bodybuilder shape if you're a mixed type you'll be a mixture of tall bit wiry but can still gain muscle quite easily so these traits of what type uh, are of what type you are and how you should eat short and stocky 511 mike tyson build protein type the person that's long tall and thin will be a carbohydrate type or a mixed type or the guy that's uh, tall and broad may be more of a carbohydrate type so when you know what your type is and you're putting the right fuel inside your body as in carbohydrates vitamins minerals proteins and uh, fats your body will change but your body will only change with a good exercise program i see many guys in the gym doing 10 sets on their shoulders and i'll say how how much how much uh, steroids you on i'm not on any steroids with anger and i go well how can you expect to get your your deltoids big if you're doing 10 exercises the deltoid is a smaller muscle so it needs less exercise in which to get it to grow i've always had big deltoids and i don't really train them at all i'm just genetically gifted there but my legs are not gargantuan i would rather have gargantuan legs than rather gargantuan shoulders but it depends on your genetic tree so remember that when you're choosing your protein get it from live organic sources or dead sources that are already being culled or killed at the butchers and then uh, make sure that you get 30% of fat then make sure you get like 20% or 10% carbohydrates that's foods with no eyes and make sure it's all a living food so not dried food out of a packet or out of a microwave and stuff like that if you don't want to be if you don't want to have a powerlifting physique where you have more body fat than your muscle so eddie hall is a very very strong guy but he's ratioed to fat to muscle the fat is more than the muscle because of how much food he eats he must spend a lot of time on the toilet from all that food he eats but it's really important for you to make sure that you uh don't overeat but eat enough in which to gain muscle mass and make sure that you uh, get your gut tested to make sure that the food that you're putting in is not causing an allergic reaction or causing uh, blockages in your health and vitality say you have a protein powder and it gives you really bad gas and it stinks out the gym and your girlfriend's having a moan at you your mum's having a moan at you that's because your body's allergic to something that's in that protein supplement so it's not a good thing to be laughing about your farts it's a sign of something is going wrong in your intestinal tract and something is not working properly okay 
So a little trick for you, if you get your protein powder, blend it up in a blender, leave it on the side all day and all night and look at it in the morning. It won't be water, it will be dried kindred powder. This is what happens when it goes into your bowel and that's why you get bad farts, bad skin and just don't feel well. If you look at Eugene Sandow, you can Google him, you can see that he had gargantuan muscle, was lifting gargantuan weight, <coughs> wasn't built like a huge bodybuilder, but had supreme strength and was very ripped. That's on a pure organic diet. No protein powders, no amino acids, no steroids, just hardcore gargantuan heavy training. Okay? So really, really important that you understand that getting muscle and muscle size is all about consistency and regularity. So most people I speak to that want to get size or strength, oh, how many weeks have you been on your, your strength training phase? Oh, three weeks. Well, you've got to give it a good six months. How long have you been <coughs> bodybuilding for? Oh, I've been bodybuilding for three months and uh, I'm going to have a month off next week. So really important that if you want to build muscle size and you want to build strength to stay in the right rep zones, 8 to 12 uh, for muscle size, for strength 1 to 6, 1 or 4 or 6, and making sure that you don't overdo it with the exercises per body part, okay? If you're doing 10 exercises on your shoulders, you're completely overtraining them so they won't grow. But if you was doing five to 10 sets on your legs for six repetitions, they're gonna grow, they're gonna change over time, okay? So really important that you get the reps, sets, and tempo right in your training program to really get the optimum out of it. So food-wise, always organic, always fresh, uh, unless you're in a rush, and uh, Organic or biodynamic food is the best if you want to stay really healthy as you bodybuild or strength train. So I hope this podcast has helped you, the person that asked me to do it on Instagram, and look forward to my next podcast. If you'd like a free download, audible download of my book, uh, Holistic Health for Proper Geezers, Classy Ladies, Get the Body and Fitness You Want, now... I'll be more than happy to send it to you if you go to my website, send me an email and tell me why you would like the book, then I'll be more than happy to send it to you. Uh, I'll be updating uh, podcasts nearly every day. My goal is to get to up to 80 podcasts, uh, all about different subjects. And if you've got another subject you want me to cover, then let me know. Thank you very much for listening to me today and please uh, leave a good review Uh, wherever you find the podcast. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Ah, what can I say about Scott? Scott, uh, I've been listening to these podcasts for the last two weeks and they are really enjoyable. I drive around a lot. It keeps me entertained as I'm driving. But not only is it entertainment, it's very informative and it opens up my eyes to different forms of training and different holistic approaches to fitness. Thanks, Scott. Keep up the good work.
Hello and welcome to Active Bryant's Holistic Fitness Systems. I'm Scott Bryant, your host, and what I'm going to be talking to you today is about how to still work out, get fit, get strong, get healthy on a really tight budget, even if you're unemployed. You can still do it. So the number one thing is that you can still exercise with no kit at all. You could do press-ups, you could do squats, you could do press-ups on the wall, you can do body weight exercises, you could take the dog for a walk, you could take yourself for a walk, you could take your girlfriend for a walk if she's a dog, only joking. Uh, so it's really important to understand that there's really no excuse not to work out. I know that 47% of people are still not in the gyms and still not working out. I don't blame them for not going to the gyms because the gyms can be a scary place. And now all these budget gyms just don't care. They don't even give you a program these days, but they still want your 30 pounds a month. So really and truly try and build up your own workout at home. Look online, look at the exercises that you would like to do and start to learn them. So there's lots of videos on YouTube. I've uploaded over 2000 exercise videos and uh, videos me talking about diet, lifestyle and holistic health. So really you could do press-ups, burpees, squats, running, walking, swimming, cycling. Obviously cycling you need a bike, uh, swimming you need a pool. You could do it in your bath or you could do it over a Swiss ball. I've done a video on that where I wanted to do swimming so i done it over a Swiss ball, uh, which you can see on YouTube. The next thing, if you're on a tight budget and you want to uh, learn about fitness or diet, go in your local charity shop and normally they will have a celebrity DVD or a celebrity book that's not been a massive seller that somebody has given to the charity shop that you might be able to pick up for £1.50 and learn how to exercise or try a certain diet in which to get yourself fit. Now, I went in my local charity shop and I got a James Smith's book, This Is Not A Diet. I got it for £1.50 and online it's like £19. So you can get some great deals when you go into charity shops. And I found a BOSU in a charity shop, my local one. I don't think the manager knew what it was, but I knew what it was instinctively straight away. I said, how much do you want for it? He went, oh, a tenner. I went, I'll have it straight away. Virtually brand new. I've used it every, not every day, every couple of days. And uh, excellent bit of kit for balance, for press-ups, for lunging, squatting, and loads of other things that you can do with it. And it cost me a tenner. A tenner is nothing, you know what I mean? Even out of your unemployment money, I'm sure you have a tenner spare that you could not spend on cigarettes, that you could spend on getting yourself healthy. So really, check out your local charity shop and uh, see what they've got in there that you can get a bargain with. And there's got loads of bargains in charity shops. Again, use your local park. It's free. And if you've got your own place or you're renting a place and you pay council tax like we pay in the UK, use it to the optimum. And in the UK, most parks have some training equipment in now, which they didn't have 20 years ago, which is a really good sign. So you could go there, maybe chat to the people that are using the equipment and see if they can help you to show you what you can learn and do with the outside equipment. It's not the best 
but it's better than going into a gym and paying £30 a month. Okay, the next thing, eating healthy can be hard and not be hard. So if you're a protein type like myself, I eat a lot of protein compared to carbohydrate foods. So protein foods are always more expensive than carbohydrate foods. But I might do a couple of weeks of fasting so I don't need to eat so much protein. So I can put that money aside that I would normally spend on protein and uh, put it towards carbohydrate foods or no foods at all where I'll be fasting and then that way when I go back onto my normal diet I can eat more high protein foods because I can afford it more. Does that make sense? So by buying your food in bulk, if you look on Amazon, if you buy coconut oil, a big container of it, it might cost you £20, but that might last you six months. If you buy, if you go to see your butcher and you say, can you have chicken legs and you want 25 of them, he will probably give you it to you a lot cheaper than what he would if he was selling you four. Does that make sense? The other top tip is always buy frozen as well. So if you fill up your freezer, one, it will use less electricity, and two, you'll have a supply of food that you can get out the day before. So you've always got food on a tight budget. Yeah, you may not be able to eat organically all the time, but remember, bananas are naturally organic. Uh, Olive oil is always organic, most of it, and it's really cheap. And uh, avocados are organic. Normally, apples are organic. Uh, fish, unless it's farmed, is organic. Uh, most vegetables may be organic. Uh, so you can eat really healthy on a super, super tight budget. So I recently done an experiment. I always used to shop at Sainsbury's and do an online shop and it used to get delivered. So I was paying £1.50 for the delivery. Then they wouldn't turn up or something, that you know, they'd uh, miss the time or something would happen. So then I decided to go in Lidl's, Asda's and Whole Foods. And because they're all in walking distance of each other, I can select the best food from each place for the cheapest price. So don't always just shop in one place because you can get, are ripped off so I'd buy twice the amount of food from doing it this way compared to just buying from Sainsbury's when I was buying from Sainsbury's my weekly bill was 56 pound to 70 pounds now my weekly bill is down to 30 pounds to 27 pounds or 20 pounds a week depending on what food I buy in these individual shops so if I buy organic, uh, say organic broccoli out of Whole Foods, it might be two pounds. But if I buy organic sauerkraut, I'm just looking in my bag for the name of the stuff that I bought today. Organic uh, beetroot, which is really good for the gut. Uh, beetroot is really good for the gut, good for... Uh, for building healthy bacteria and it's supposed to strengthen the immune system against that virus thing that everyone keeps talking about. So that cost me £1.30 and that will last me three to four days. 
And then I bought some organic uh, rice, brown rice pasta. So I know with a brown rice pasta, my body's going to utilize all of it, not store any of it as sugar. And it's going to give me prolonged energy and it's organic. And I think that was uh, £2.10. And it's a big bag of it. So that will last me two weeks, three weeks, maybe longer. So it's all about, you know, making sure you're writing down what you're buying and checking the prices in different places. But try and always buy organic as much as you can. But if you can't afford organic, then just make sure you buy fresh or frozen and nothing that's pre-made, if you can help it. I know that bread is pre-made, but I get uh, sourdough bread, organic if possible, but if the organic one is not there, it will just be normal sourdough bread. Uh, but it's better than having rye bread for me or better than having white bread that is full of sugar that will inflame my gut wall, okay? Uh, the next thing that you could do is uh, in, uh, in Sainsbury's, they do Highland Spring Water, uh, six litres for two pounds. So it's cheaper than buying a two litre bottle uh, in Sainsbury's, which is nearly three pounds sixty. So it's all about shopping cleverly, then rather just going in and grabbing everything and coming out. So I found by uh, reducing uh, what I'm spending at, at one shop, I end up saving more in the long run. So this is a really good idea just to make sure that you eat cheaply but still very healthily. So uh, if I go to my local market, Clapham Common, uh, on a Saturday, they do biodynamic eggs. So biodynamic eggs are even healthier than organic eggs and they're a little bit cheaper. So sometimes I'll go and buy them eggs or I'll eat uh, Lidl's eggs, which are free range, but not organic, but they do have organic, but there's not 12 of them, there's only six of them. So it's all about juggling things and seeing how your body feels when you're on a tight budget. Right, so if you wanna uh, read books or listen to audiobooks, you can go on YouTube and put in audiobooks and there's hundreds of audiobooks for free. So you can listen to your audiobook while you're training, while you're working, while you're studying, or while you're looking around for work, and be educating yourself at the same time. And it's free. The other thing that you can do that if you want to earn money on a tight budget, uh, you could set up a YouTube channel. And if your YouTube channel becomes successful, you can be paid for what you're doing. The same with TikTok. You can be paid for what you're putting on TikTok. Uh, you can be paid for selling products on Amazon. And all these systems are free to set up. Once you've set it up, it's done. All you've got to do is keep uploading videos or content in which for you to get your subscriber list up so you can get paid for what you're doing. The other thing that uh, Money Saver says, Money Saving Expert, is that you can do reviews on different products and the companies will pay you from five to 10 pounds a review. I know it's all taking up time, 
But if you're on a tight budget and you could earn £30 in three hours and that's going to be the difference to training in the gym or having to train at home or in the park, wouldn't you rather try that? So there is lots of things that you can do, but you just need to not sit and dwell on, I haven't got enough money to do anything. When there's many things that you can do for absolutely nothing, it's just a matter of being a, a an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, and using that side of your brain to get stuff out of people. You know? Some places, if you go into a... Uh, charity shop they might have stock that they just want to throw out so you could say uh, oh you've got that book there I'm really really interested in that book are you going to throw it out and if they say no and they say it's £2.50 but you've only got 50p they might sell it to you for 50p because you explain to them your situation they will feel sorry for you and let you have it for 50p so there's always a way around everything but when it comes to exercise there's a gargantuan amount of free fitness videos uh, free information online so there's no need to always oh I need to have a trainer to train or I must have a gym to train Uh, you don't really need all that and really I like to eat organic because I know it's the best food that I could put inside my body but You can't always afford organic, so you need to go for the next best thing. So make sure that nothing is in a packet if you can help it. Make sure it's all fresh. Make sure you're shopping at least twice, once or twice a week, so you're always replenishing your food stock. Uh, Make sure you're exercising minimum of twice or three times a week. And if you want to do four, that's great. Uh, Keep your workouts short and sweet. So then that way you don't get bored and your body keeps changing and having to keep adapting. So just because you may be having a sticky period or a hard time at the moment, it always changes. It always moves on. I, 2008, I had a really, really tough time. So did many other businesses. But I got through it. I got to 2009. I had 10 different debts that I cleared completely and it taught me a lesson never to be in debt and I'm not in debt now and it taught me how to balance my finances and when things are good really enjoy them and go out to restaurants and do all the things that I really love doing and then when a hard time hits just cut back on it and because I've had hard times it doesn't bother me as much does that make sense so if you've had it abundance of money all the time and all of a sudden you've lost your job after 20 years of working then that may be a huge culture shock especially if you're used to spending three four hundred pound a week on stuff that you don't really need and when you uh, realize this rude awakening and you have to go to cheaper shops, you have to really shop around on anything that you're buying. It's a real learning curve, but it's quite an enjoyable learning curve because you realize the amount of stuff that we buy, we don't really need. 
So it's just a matter of looking at what you don't need, maybe try and sell it on eBay or give it to a charity shop or sell it to a friend or uh, see if you can sort of like get some sort of like cash money together by selling it to friends so then you can buy more food if you need it. So it's all about shopping smart and being clever if you're unemployed or you're hit a real tight spot in your life. And many, many people go through this. There's, I know, or I've worked with rich millionaires that have had nothing and built their way up. I've worked with other millionaires that have gone bankrupt twice and turned it all around. So it's just a matter of you staying positive, staying focused on your dream, not giving up and remember that it won't last forever. And if you educate yourself, you can make things a lot cheaper for yourself, like going into charity shops. I've been doing this for years. If I see a great book in a charity shop, I will go up to the counter and go, look, this is five quid, I've only got four quid. They might say F off or they'll go, yeah, okay, that's fine. The same with, uh, you can't really do that with food, but you can buy food in bulk, say on Amazon or or uh, going to a wholesalers and buying it that way in which to save money. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope it helps anyone out there that's having a, a tough period in their lives, but they still want to keep training. They still want to keep healthy and fit or you just want to start getting healthy and fit but you don't know how to do it on a tight budget if you're unemployed or your work's dried up or your business has gone bust because lots of businesses have because of the pandemic and what's been going on but don't let it stop you get yourself out kick yourself up the bum and just go I'm going to change this I'm going to turn it around it may take time but it will happen I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please comment. Uh, I'll ask you a question at the end, which will come up uh, where you're looking at the podcast. Please uh, comment. I will reply to your comment. I just hope you enjoyed it and I just hope that it helps you uh, grow and get fit and not be one of the uh, 48% that are not training, that are not looking after themselves and will end up getting a disease if they're not careful. So thank you very much for listening. Please subscribe, please share, please like. Please check out my YouTube channel, my website above. Uh, my website is activebrightsystems.com. My YouTube channel's got 2,000 videos that you can watch through, 8,000 subscribers, or you can check me out on TikTok. Thank you very much for listening. I hope that you have a, a wonderful week and that this has been insightful to help you to survive through a tough time you may be having. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Welcome to Active Bryant's Holistic Fitness Systems. I'm Scott Bryant, your host, and what I'm going to be talking to you today is about how to still work out, get fit, get strong, get healthy on a really tight budget, even if you're unemployed. You can still do it. So the number one thing is that you can still exercise 
with no kit at all. You could do press-ups, you could do squats, you could do press-ups on the wall, you can do body weight exercises, you could take the dog for a walk, you could take yourself for a walk, you could take your girlfriend for a walk if she's a dog, only joking. Uh, so it's really important to understand that there's really no excuse not to work out. I know that 47% of people are still not in the gyms and still not working out. I don't blame them for not going to the gyms because the gyms can be a scary place. And now all these budget gyms just don't care. They don't even give you a program these days, but they still want your 30 pounds a month. So really and truly try and build up your own workout at home. Look online, look at the exercises that you would like to do and start to learn them. So there's lots of videos on YouTube. I've uploaded over 2000 exercise videos and uh, videos me talking about diet, lifestyle and holistic health. So really you could do press-ups, burpees, squats, running, walking, swimming, cycling. Obviously cycling you need a bike, uh, swimming you need a pool. You could do it in your bath or you could do it over a Swiss ball. I've done a video on that where I wanted to do swimming so i done it over a Swiss ball, uh, which you can see on YouTube. The next thing, if you're on a tight budget and you want to uh, learn about fitness or diet, Go in your local charity shop and normally they will have a celebrity DVD or a celebrity book that's not been a massive seller that somebody has given to the charity shop that you might be able to pick up for £1.50 and learn how to exercise or try a certain diet in which to get yourself fit. Now, I went in my local charity shop and I got a James Smith's book, This Is Not A Diet. I got it for £1.50 and online it's like £19. So you can get some great deals when you go into charity shops. And I found a BOSU in a charity shop, my local one. I don't think the manager knew what it was, but I knew what it was instinctively straight away. I said, how much do you want for it? He went, oh, a tenner. I went, I'll have it straight away. Virtually brand new. I've used it every, not every day, every couple of days. And uh, excellent bit of kit for balance, for press-ups, for lunging, squatting, and loads of other things that you can do with it. And it cost me a tenner. A tenner is nothing, you know what I mean? Even out of your unemployment money, I'm sure you have a tenner spare that you could not spend on cigarettes, that you could spend on getting yourself healthy. So really, check out your local charity shop and uh, see what they've got in there that you can get a bargain with and there's got loads of bargains in charity shops again use your local park it's free and if you're got your own place or you're renting a place and you pay council tax like we pay in the uk use it to the optimum and in the uk most parks have some training equipment in now which they didn't have 20 years ago which is a really good sign. So you could go there, maybe chat to the people that are using the equipment and see if they can help you to show you what you can learn and do with the outside equipment. It's not the best, but it's better than going into a gym and paying £30 a month. Okay, the next thing, eating healthy can be hard and not be hard. So if you're a protein type like myself, I eat a lot of protein compared to carbohydrate foods. So protein foods are always more expensive than carbohydrate foods. 
but I might do a couple of weeks of fasting so I don't need to eat so much protein so I can put that money aside that I would normally spend on protein and uh, put it towards carbohydrate foods or no foods at all well I'll be fasting and then that way when I go back onto my normal diet I can eat more high protein foods because I can afford it more does that make sense so by buying your food in bulk if you look on Amazon if you buy coconut oil a big container of it it might cost you 20 pounds but that might last you six months if you buy if you go to see your butcher and you say can you have chicken legs and you want 25 of them he will probably give you it to you a lot cheaper than what he would if he was selling you four does that make sense the other top tip is always buy frozen as well so if you fill up your freezer one it will use less electricity and two you'll have a supply of food that you can get out the day before so you've always got food on a tight budget yeah you may not be able to eat organically all the time but remember bananas are naturally organic uh, olive oil is always organic most of it and it's really cheap and uh, avocados are organic normally apples are organic uh, fish unless it's farmed is organic uh, most vegetables may be organic uh, so you can eat really healthy on a super super tight budget so I recently done an experiment I always used to shop at Sainsbury's and do an online shop and it used to get delivered so I was paying £1.50 for the delivery then they wouldn't turn up or something that you know they'd uh, miss the time or something would happen so then I decided to go in Lidl's, Asda's and Whole Foods and because they're all in walking distance of each other I can select the best food from each place for the cheapest price so don't always just shop in one place because you can get are ripped off so I'd buy twice the amount of food from doing it this way compared to just buying from Sainsbury's when I was buying from Sainsbury's my weekly bill was 56 pound to 70 pounds now my weekly bill is down to 30 pounds to 27 pounds or 20 pounds a week depending on what food I buy in these individual shops so if I buy organic, uh, say organic broccoli out of Whole Foods, it might be two pounds. But if I buy organic sauerkraut, I'm just looking in my bag for the name of the stuff that I bought today. Organic uh, beetroot, which is really good for the gut. Uh, beetroot is really good for the gut. Good for. Uh, for building healthy bacteria and it's supposed to strengthen the immune system against that virus thing that everyone keeps talking about so that cost me £1.30 and that will last me three to four days and then I bought some organic uh, rice brown rice pasta so I know with a brown rice pasta my body's going to utilize all of it not store any of it as sugar and it's going to give me prolonged energy and it's organic and I think that was uh, £2.10 
and it's a big bag of it so that will last me two weeks three weeks maybe longer so it's all about you know making sure you're writing down what you're buying and checking the prices in different places but try and always buy organic as much as you can but if you can't afford organic then just make sure you buy fresh or frozen and nothing that's pre-made if you can help it i know that bread is pre-made but i get a sourdough bread organic if possible but if the organic one is not there it will just be normal sourdough bread uh, but it's better than having rye bread for me or better than having white bread that is full of sugar that will inflame my gut wall okay uh, the next thing that you could do is uh, in uh, in Sainsbury's, they do Highland Spring Water, uh, six litres for two pounds. So it's cheaper than buying a two litre bottle uh, in Sainsbury's, which is nearly three pounds sixty. So it's all about shopping cleverly, then rather just going in, grabbing everything and coming out. So I found by uh, reducing uh, what I'm spending at one shop, I end up saving more in the long run. So this is a really good idea just to make sure that you eat cheaply but still very healthily. So uh, if I go to my local market, Clapham Common, Uh, on a Saturday they do biodynamic eggs so biodynamic eggs are even healthier than organic eggs and they're a little bit cheaper so sometimes I'll go and buy them eggs or I'll eat uh, Lidl's eggs which are free range but not organic but they do have organic but there's not 12 of them there's only six of them so it's all about juggling things and seeing how your body feels when you're on a tight budget Right, so if you want to read books or listen to audiobooks, you can go on YouTube and put in audiobooks and there's hundreds of audiobooks for free. So you can listen to your audiobook while you're training, while you're working, while you're studying or while you're looking around for work and be educating yourself at the same time. And it's free. The other thing that you can do that if you want to earn money on a tight budget Uh, You could set up a YouTube channel and if your YouTube channel becomes successful, you can be paid for what you're doing. The same with TikTok. You can be paid for what you're putting on TikTok. Uh, You can be paid for selling products on Amazon. And all these systems are free to set up. Once you've set it up, it's done. All you've got to do is keep uploading videos or content in which for you to get your subscriber list up so you can get paid for what you're doing. The other thing that uh, Money Saver says, Money Saving Expert, is that you can do reviews on different products and the companies will pay you from five to 10 pounds a review. I know it's all taking up time, but if you're on a tight budget and you could earn 30 pounds in three hours and that's going to be the difference to training in the gym or having to train at home or in the park wouldn't you rather try that so there is lots of things that you can do but you just need to not sit and dwell 
on I haven't got enough money to do anything when there's many things that you can do for absolutely nothing it's just a matter of being a uh, an entrepreneur an entrepreneur and using that side of your brain to get stuff out of people you know some places if you go into a uh, charity shop they might have stock that they just want to throw out so you could say uh, oh you've got that book there I'm really really interested in that book are you going to throw it out and if they say no and they say it's £2.50 but you've only got 50p they might sell it to you for 50p because you explain to them your situation they will feel sorry for you and let you have it for 50p so there's always a way around everything but when it comes to exercise there's a gargantuan amount of free fitness videos uh, free information online so there's no need to always oh I need to have a trainer to train or I must have a gym to train uh, you don't really need all that and really I like to eat organic because I know it's the best food that I could put inside my body but you can't always afford organic so you need to go for the next best thing so make sure that nothing is in a packet if you can help it make sure it's all fresh make sure you're shopping at least twice once or twice a week so you're always replenishing your food stock uh, make sure you're exercising minimum of twice or three times a week and if you want to do four that's great uh, keep your workouts short and sweet so then that way you don't get bored and your body keeps changing and having to keep adapting so just because you may be having a sticky period or a hard time at the moment it always changes it always moves on I 2008 I had a really really tough time so did many other businesses but I got through it I got to 2009 I had 10 different debts that I cleared completely and it taught me a lesson never to be in debt and I'm not in debt now and it taught me how to balance my finances and when things are good really enjoy them and go out to restaurants and do all the things that I really love doing and then when a hard time hits just cut back on it and because I've had hard times it doesn't bother me as much does that make sense so if you've had it abundance of money all the time and all of a sudden you've lost your job after 20 years of working then that may be a huge culture shock especially if you're used to spending three four hundred pound a week on stuff that you don't really need and when you uh, realize this rude awakening and you have to go to cheaper shops you have to really shop around on anything that you're buying it's a real learning curve but it's quite an enjoyable learning curve because you realize the amount of stuff that we buy we don't really need so it's just a matter of looking at what you don't need maybe try and sell it on ebay or give it to a charity shop or sell it to a friend or uh, see if you can sort of like get some sort of like cash money together by selling it to friends so then you can buy more food if you need it so it's all about shopping smart and being clever 
if you're unemployed or you're hit a real tight spot in your life. And many, many people go through this. There's, I know, or I've worked with rich millionaires that have had nothing and built their way up. I've worked with other millionaires that have gone bankrupt twice and turned it all around. So it's just a matter of you staying positive, staying focused on your dream, not giving up. And remember that it won't last forever. And if you educate yourself, you can make things a lot cheaper for yourself, like going into charity shops. I've been doing this for years. If I see a great book in a charity shop, I will go up to the counter and go, look, this is five quid. I've only got four quid. They might say F off or they'll go, yeah, okay, that's fine. The same with, uh, you can't really do that with food, but you can buy food in bulk, say on Amazon or or uh, going to a wholesaler's and buying it that way in which to save money. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope it helps anyone out there that's having a, a tough period in their lives, but they still want to keep training. They still want to keep healthy and fit or you just want to start getting healthy and fit but you don't know how to do it on a tight budget if you're unemployed or your work's dried up or your business has gone bust because lots of businesses have because of the pandemic and what's been going on but don't let it stop you get yourself out kick yourself up the bum and just go i'm going to change this i'm going to turn it around it may take time but it will happen I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please comment. Uh, I'll ask you a question at the end, which will come up uh, where you're looking at the podcast. Please uh, comment. I will reply to your comment. I just hope you enjoyed it and I just hope that it helps you uh, grow and get fit and not be one of the uh, 48% that are not training, not looking after themselves and will end up getting a disease if they're not careful. So thank you very much for listening. Please subscribe, please share, please like. Please check out my YouTube channel, my website above. Uh, my website is activebrightsystems.com. My YouTube channel's got 2,000 videos that you can watch through, 8,000 subscribers, or you can check me out on TikTok. Thank you very much for listening. I hope that you have a, a wonderful week and that this has been insightful to help you to survive through a tough time you may be having. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Welcome to Active Bryant's Holistic Fitness Systems. I'm Scott Bryant, your host, and what I'm going to be talking to you today is about how to still work out, get fit, get strong, get healthy on a really tight budget, even if you're unemployed. You can still do it. So the number one thing is that you can still exercise with no kit at all. You could do press-ups, you could do squats, you could do press-ups on the wall, you can do body weight exercises. You could take the dog for a walk. You could take yourself for a walk. You could take your girlfriend for a walk if she's a dog. Only joking. Uh, so it's really important to understand that there's really no excuse not to work out. I know that 47% of people 
are still not in the gyms and still not working out. I don't blame them for not going to the gyms because the gyms can be a scary place. And now all these budget gyms just don't care. They don't even give you a program these days, but they still want your £30 a month. So really and truly, try and build up your own workout at home. Look online, look at the exercises that you would like to do and start to learn them. So there's lots of videos on YouTube. I've uploaded over 2,000 exercise videos and uh, videos me talking about diet, lifestyle and holistic health. So really, you could do press-ups, burpees, squats, running, walking, swimming, cycling. Obviously, cycling, you need a bike. Uh, Swimming, you need a pool. You could do it in your bath or you could do it over a Swiss ball. I've done a video on that where I wanted to do swimming, so I've done it over a Swiss ball, uh, which you can see on YouTube. The next thing, if you're on a tight budget and you want to learn about fitness or diet, Go in your local charity shop and normally they will have a celebrity DVD or a celebrity book that's not been a massive seller that somebody has given to the charity shop that you might be able to pick up for £1.50 and learn how to exercise or try a certain diet in which to get yourself fit. Now, I went in my local charity shop and I got a James Smith's book, This Is Not A Diet. I got it for £1.50 and online it's like £19. So you can get some great deals when you go into charity shops. And I found a BOSU in a charity shop, my local one. I don't think the manager knew what it was, but I knew what it was instinctively straight away. I said, how much do you want for it? He went, oh, a tenner. I went, I'll have it straight away. Virtually brand new. I've used it every, not every day, every couple of days. And uh, excellent bit of kit for balance, for press-ups, for lunging, squatting, and loads of other things that you can do with it. And it cost me a tenner. A tenner is nothing, you know what I mean? Even out of your unemployment money, I'm sure you have a tenner spare that you could not spend on cigarettes, that you could spend on getting yourself healthy. So really, check out your local charity shop and uh, see what they've got in there that you can get a bargain with and there's got loads of bargains in charity shops again use your local park it's free and if you're got your own place or you're renting a place and you pay council tax like we pay in the uk use it to the optimum and in the uk most parks have some training equipment in now which they didn't have 20 years ago which is a really good sign. So you could go there, maybe chat to the people that are using the equipment and see if they can help you to show you what you can learn and do with the outside equipment. It's not the best, but it's better than going into a gym and paying £30 a month. Okay, the next thing, eating healthy can be hard and not be hard. So if you're a protein type like myself, I eat a lot of protein compared to carbohydrate foods. So protein foods are always more expensive than carbohydrate foods. But I might do a couple of weeks of fasting so I don't need to eat so much protein. So I can put that money aside that I would normally spend on protein and uh, put it towards carbohydrate foods or no foods at all. Well, I'll be fasting and then that way when I go back onto my normal diet, I can eat more high protein foods because I can afford it more. Does that make sense? 
So by buying your food in bulk, if you look on Amazon, if you buy coconut oil, a big container of it, it might cost you 20 pounds, but that might last you six months. If you buy, if you go to see your butcher and you say, can you have chicken legs and you want 25 of them, he will probably give you it to you a lot cheaper than what he would if he was selling you four. Does that make sense? The other top tip is always buy frozen as well. So if you fill up your freezer, one, it will use less electricity, and two, you'll have a supply of food that you can get out the day before. So you've always got food on a tight budget. Yeah, you may not be able to eat organically all the time, but remember, bananas are naturally organic. Uh, Olive oil is always organic, most of it, and it's really cheap. And uh, avocados are organic. Normally, apples are organic. Uh, Fish, unless it's farmed, is organic. Uh, Most vegetables may be organic. Uh, So you can eat really healthy on a super, super tight budget. So I recently done an experiment. I always used to shop at Sainsbury's and do an online shop and it used to get delivered. So I was paying £1.50 for the delivery. Then they wouldn't turn up or something, you know, they'd uh, miss the time or something would happen. So then I decided to go in Lidl's, Asda's and Whole Foods. And because they're all in walking distance of each other, I can select the best food from each place for the cheapest price. So don't always just shop in one place because you can get are ripped off so I'd buy twice the amount of food from doing it this way compared to just buying from Sainsbury's when I was buying from Sainsbury's my weekly bill was 56 pound to 70 pounds now my weekly bill is down to 30 pounds to 27 pounds or 20 pounds a week depending on what food I buy in these individual shops so If I buy organic, uh, say organic broccoli out of Whole Foods, it might be two pounds. But if I buy organic sauerkraut, I'm just looking in my bag for the name of the stuff that I bought today. Organic uh, beetroot, which is really good for the gut. Uh, Beetroot is really good for the gut, good for... uh, for building healthy bacteria and it's supposed to strengthen the immune system against that virus thing that everyone keeps talking about. So that cost me £1.30 and that will last me three to four days. And then I bought some organic uh, rice, brown rice pasta. So I know with a brown rice pasta, my body's gonna utilize all of it, not store any of it as sugar and it's gonna give me prolonged energy, and it's organic, and I think that was uh, £2.10. And it's a big bag of it, so that will last me two weeks, three weeks, maybe longer. So it's all about, you know, making sure you're writing down what you're buying, and checking the prices in different places, but try and always buy organic as much as you can. But if you can't afford organic, then just make sure you buy fresh or frozen 
And nothing that's pre-made, if you can help it. I know that bread is pre-made, but I get uh, sourdough bread, organic if possible, but if the organic one is not there, it will just be normal sourdough bread. Uh, but it's better than having rye bread for me or better than having white bread that is full of sugar that will inflame my gut wall, okay? Uh, the next thing that you could do is uh, in, uh, in Sainsbury's, they do Highland Spring Water, uh, six litres for two pounds. So it's cheaper than buying a two litre bottle uh, in Sainsbury's, which is nearly £3.60. So it's all about shopping cleverly, then rather just going in and grabbing everything and coming out. So I found by uh, reducing uh, what I'm spending at one shop, I end up saving more in the long run. So this is a really good idea just to make sure that you eat cheaply but still very healthily. So uh, if I go to my local market, Clapham Common, uh, on a Saturday, they do biodynamic eggs. So biodynamic eggs are even healthier than organic eggs. And they're a little bit cheaper. So sometimes I'll go and buy them eggs or I'll eat uh, Lidl's eggs, which are free range but not organic. But they do have organic, but there's not 12 of them. There's only six of them. So it's all about juggling things and seeing how your body feels when you're on a tight budget. Right, so if you want to uh, read books or listen to audiobooks, you can go on YouTube and put in audiobooks, and there's hundreds of audiobooks for free. So you can listen to your audiobook while you're training, while you're working, while you're studying, or while you're looking around for work, and be educating yourself at the same time. And it's free. The other thing that you can do that if you want to earn money on a tight budget, uh, you could set up a YouTube channel, and if your YouTube channel becomes successful, you can be paid for what you're doing. The same with TikTok, you can be paid for what you're putting on TikTok. Uh, you can be paid for selling products on Amazon. And all these systems are free to set up. Once you've set it up, it's done. All you've got to do is keep uploading videos or content in which for you to get your subscriber list up so you can get paid for what you're doing. The other thing that uh, Money Saver says, Money Saving Expert, is that you can do reviews on different products and the companies will pay you from five to 10 pounds a review. I know it's all taking up time, but if you're on a tight budget and you could earn 30 pounds in three hours and that's going to be the difference to training in the gym or having to train at home or in the park wouldn't you rather try that so there is lots of things that you can do but you just need to not sit and dwell on i haven't got enough money to do anything when there's many things that you can do for absolutely nothing it's just a matter of being a an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, and using that side of your brain to get stuff out of people. You know, some places, if you go into a uh, charity shop, 
they might have stock that they just want to throw out. So you could say, uh, oh, you've got that book there. I'm really, really interested in that book. Are you going to throw it out? And if they say no and they say it's £2.50, but you've only got 50p, they might sell it to you for 50p because you explain to them your situation. They will feel sorry for you and let you have it for 50p. So there's always a way around everything. But when it comes to exercise, there's a gargantuan amount of free fitness videos, uh, free information online. So there's no need to always, oh, I need to have a trainer to train or I must have a gym to train. Uh, you don't really need all that. And really, I like to eat organic because I know it's the best food that I could put inside my body. But you can't always afford organic, so you need to go for the next best thing. So make sure that nothing is in a packet if you can help it. Make sure it's all fresh. Make sure you're shopping at least twice, once or twice a week. So you're always replenishing your food stock. Uh, make sure you're exercising minimum of twice or three times a week. And if you want to do four, that's great. Uh, keep your workouts short and sweet. So then that way you don't get bored and your body keeps changing and having to keep adapting. So just because you may be having a sticky period or a hard time at the moment, it always changes, it always moves on. I, 2008, I had a really, really tough time. So did many other businesses. But I got through it. I got to 2009. I had 10 different debts that I cleared completely. And it taught me a lesson never to be in debt. And I'm not in debt now. And it taught me how to balance my finances. And when things are good, really enjoy them and go out to restaurants and do all the things that I really love doing. And then when a hard time hits, just cut back on it. And because I've had hard times, it doesn't bother me as much. Does that make sense? So if you've had an abundance of money all the time and all of a sudden you've lost your job after 20 years of working, then that may be a huge culture shock, especially if you're used to spending three, £400 a week on stuff that you don't really need. And when you uh, realise this rude awakening and you have to go to cheaper shops, you have to really shop around on anything that you're buying, it's a real learning curve, but it's quite an enjoyable learning curve because you realise the amount of stuff that we buy, we don't really need. So it's just a matter of looking at what you don't need, maybe try and sell it on eBay or give it to a charity shop or sell it to a friend or uh, see if you can sort of like get some sort of like cash money together by selling it to friends. So then you can buy more food if you need it. So it's all about shopping smart and being clever if you're unemployed or you hit a real tight spot in your life. And many, many people go through this. There's, I know, or I've worked with rich millionaires that have had nothing and built their way up. I've worked with other millionaires that have gone bankrupt twice and turned it all around. So 
It's just a matter of you staying positive, staying focused on your dream, not giving up. And remember that it won't last forever. And if you educate yourself, you can make things a lot cheaper for yourself, like going into charity shops. I've been doing this for years. If I see a great book in a charity shop, I will go up to the counter and go, look, this is five quid. I've only got four quid. They might say F off or they'll go, yeah, okay, that's fine. The same with, uh, you can't really do that with food, but you can buy food in bulk, say on Amazon, or or uh, going to a wholesaler's and buying it that way in which to save money. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope it helps anyone out there that's having a, a tough period in their lives, but they still want to keep training, they still want to keep healthy and fit or you just want to start getting healthy and fit but you don't know how to do it on a tight budget if you're unemployed or your work's dried up or your business has gone bust because lots of businesses have because of the pandemic and what's been going on but don't let it stop you get yourself out kick yourself up the bum and just go i'm going to change this i'm going to turn it around it may take time but it will happen I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please comment. Uh, I'll ask you a question at the end, which will come up uh, where you're looking at the podcast. Please uh, comment. I will reply to your comment. I just hope you enjoyed it and I just hope that it helps you uh, grow and get fit and not be one of the uh, 48% that are not training, not looking after themselves and will end up getting a disease if they're not careful. So thank you very much for listening. Please subscribe, please share, please like. Please check out my YouTube channel, my website above. Uh, My website is activebrightsystems.com. My YouTube channel's got 2,000 videos that you can watch through, 8,000 subscribers, or you can check me out on TikTok. Thank you very much for listening. I hope that you have a a wonderful week and that this has been insightful to help you to survive through a tough time you may be having. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.